because we in What's this. going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Brothers Podcast. I am your host, Steven Sidney P. Watson. As always, back online, my partner in crime. Dante Chase Bridges. It's Dante Chase Bridges. Never needed an AKA. Never needed an AKA. Man, hey. just like Mr. Bojangles. Hey, man, I'm cool as ice. I'm hey. cold with twice the price. I say I'm cool you like as a ice. Sophisticated I'm crip. I'm twice as price. I say I'm cool as ice. This <laughs> nigga look like the Pyrule spokesman. Hey, Crip and Blood. <laughs> and together that will make us the Crips and the Bloods. <laughs> yeah, peace treaty. Now, otherwise known as the Brothers. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Welcome, welcome. I know it's been a little bit. We got a little bit of a little snowstorm, kind of set us back. Man, it got snowy, it Did got say, cold, and you, it was. You said a little bit of a snowstorm. Okay, we had two snowstorms that really just destroyed any and any man, way of. I have just, been digging people out man, of alleys for the past week and a half. This is a rough time in Chicago. And you niggas with bad backs stand in the crib. When niggas is out trying to dig your wives out of alleys, y'all should be ashamed of yourselves. What's wrong with y'all? I got to say something. Go ahead. Go ahead. Get it off the chest. Man, it is protocol, man. Look, come outside and help the community dig out y'all wives. Y'all sitting there. We trying to dig out your people, your your mothers, your sisters. And you sitting in there watching Friday Night Smackdown. Nigga. Hey man, like, man, kill yourself, man. A lot of people like Friday Night Smackdown. Yeah, I like it too, but you need to get your ass out there and help the community like we was out there. We was out there for about five hours digging out alleys. Mm-hmm. You know that uh, parking spots are premium right now. Man, I... You can today, shop trying to get in a nigga's parking spot. I was on my way to work, and I literally was stuck in my parking spot for 30 minutes trying to get out. But The ice froze up. It was so cold today. But I got to play for people that plan picnics and everything. So listen, listen. If you be planning picnics and you need extra chairs, right? Wait until it's like a whole bunch of snow on the ground, just like it was in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And everybody is going to be reserving a parking spot by putting those foldable chairs oh, in man. there. So as soon as you, you know, you see those, snap about five, shit. six, seven of those, boy, for your latest picnic. Matter of fact, yeah, wait till everybody, picnic. wait till it's late at night and everybody's sleeping, just snatch that motherfucking go. On the rip. That's yeah. all you do. There you go. Summertime rolling around, picnic outside. You got extra chairs. You know how much foldable chairs cost? I do. $10 to $20 <laughs> a chair. Sometimes even more. Sometimes you find a chair for $32. Snatch them goddamn chairs. Like, like Target got cushion chairs, but damn, they cost about $10, $15 a pop. Let everybody know that this is public domain. Snatch that chair. Man, look. It's expensive. Yeah, man. Now, we have a very, 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 very interesting topic that probably is going to rub some people the wrong way. Probably you. I said you. Well, actually, we know we guarantee it's gonna rub some people the wrong way, but we're gonna just keep it real. It's really about a young lady that has become viral. We know she's a bit of an R&B artist, but she's gone viral for doing something unconventional. We're gonna break that down today. But first, we got a little something we like to call town hall business. Mr. Bridges, what you got? So, we have this little segment where we like to promote these upcoming black-owned businesses. Mm-hmm. And the reason that we like to do it is because, hey, man, if you're not going to support them, who is? No, you got to. So, today, I am going to, I'm not going to say a tone, because a young lady reached out to me and she said, hey, listen, yeah, I did kind of 
give you the uh, Beyonce treatment. Yeah, that's not a good look. <laughs> and she said, you know what? I'm sorry that I did that. And I was like, you should be because I wasn't going to permit you shit never. <laughs> so she told me that, hey, I would appreciate it if you actually shouted out my business. So Dante Bridges is going to shout out a young lady by the name. Of Asia Jones, Asia Jones, everybody. Asia Jones is an upcoming model. You know, she's doing her thing out there. You can catch her if you go to our Instagram, Asia Jones, Facebook, Asia Jones. But not only is she modeling, she's actually selling apparel, okay? Now, if you into astrology, you know how uh, uh, Aquarius dresses? They dress kind of, they got a, a style to them. So she has a more cutting edge style. So what I want y'all to do, I want y'all to support the young lady, Asia Jones, and her modeling, her modeling career, and also her brand. I want you to go there. That's Asia Jones. If I got to spell this out, you are dumb, but I'm going to spell it out anyway for you. That's Asia Jones, A-S-I-A-J-O-N-E-S, Asia Jones. That's Asia Jones. It's spelled like it sounds, okay? So... And I would like to give a shout out to everybody that makes the brothers worthwhile. So shout out to Spotify, where you can catch the brothers every week. Shout out to iHeartRadio, where you can catch the brothers every week. iTunes, where you can catch the brothers every week. I, him, and everybody that makes the brothers worthwhile. Also, like we always say, listen, we are on 40 different podcast engines. So the only thing you need to do, if you're not on Facebook already, looking at us right now, is to go to Google right now, type in the brothers. That's T-H-A-B-R-U-T-H-A-S, the brothers, okay? You type that in and these mugs going to pop up and you can go to all our catalog because we are nearing our hundredth. Getting close. Hundredth show. And we ain't been doing it every day, so this every week. So that means we got a little skin in the game, all right? Mm -hmm. So support the brothers. Support Asia Jones, her modeling, and her brand. I want you to go to her page. Her Instagram page is just like her Facebook page. Asia Jones, okay? That's Asia Jones. Mm -hmm. What about our boy Kevin? I don't give a damn about Kevin. Damn, that's how you feel? Kevin Samuels is doing so much. Talk about Kevin Mumford. Shout out to Kevin Mumphrey. How yeah. you doing? All right, man. Kevin Mumphrey. Kevin Mumphrey is the actual person that uh Ah oh, man, it's it's it, we we were yeah, we, we were on the train we, already. Yeah. But Kevin Samuels was like, oh hey bro, I got a couple of tracks, and if you go this way on the track, it could you know get you the way you want to get a little bit quicker. So Kevin Sam I'll say Samuels. You, uh... Kevin Mumphrey's actually helped us <laughs> on our way. Kevin been talking about <laughs> yeah. you. He was sending you a message like, excuse me, you think I'm Kevin Samuels? Sorry about that. It was a joke. I knew who you was when he mentioned you at first. Mm -hmm. But uh, shout out to Kevin Mumphries, man. Uh, he was our plug at WIAN Radio in Nashville, Tennessee. Man. Where is that again? Nashville, Tennessee. All it's right, not in man. Memphis. Not Memphis. It's in Nashville, Tennessee. So shout out to Kevin Mumphries, man. He also got me my first celebrity interview, mm -hmm. which was Tyrese Gibson. Yes. So shout out to you, man. All right. I'm done, man. What you got to say to people? As always, shout out our usual suspects. Shout out to our official DJ, JMC, and his brand, Daydreams to Reality. His podcast, World Greatest Podcast. Podcast X on Woe Dare TV. Oh, yeah. oh. YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. Be sure to check them out. Shout out to our homegirl, Angelia Edwards, for Skylight Beauty and Apparel. Please go get your hookup. Shout out to our homegirl, Lanyel Cade on Yoshi's Choice and her food and catering business. 
Get your food down there if you're down there in what? Tampa, Florida? Tampa, Florida. All up in that area. And shout out to the viewers who tune in each and every week. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. And shout out to the realest of the realest this Sunday because it's Super Bowl Sunday. And man, we about to get real animated Sunday. Mm -hmm. But this is just a personal thing because we about to be doing a lot of trash talking. We Somebody is going to be gambling done, some drinking going to be had, some food going to be ate. We're going to be talking a lot. Text message. Ladies, uh, you're going to hear your man refer to grown men as whole-ass niggas a lot. Yeah. But he does not mean that yeah. in the technical, literal sense. It's, it's just, just going to be part of the game. It's right? just talk, okay? okay? We don't mean nothing personal about it. And I will say this. This is a disclaimer. Between the times of 1 to 4, mm. and I, actually I'm going to say between the times of 2 to 4, because I'm going to be a little lenient on Sunday, don't be asking your man to go to the store. Right. Don't be telling them to pick up something real quick. It ain't going to take that long. Matter of fact, matter of fact, do that shit a day in a hit. Saturday. Saturday. <laughs> because Super Bowl Sunday has to be for preparation for the big game. So do not, do not ruin that for him. You want you want me to Please. tell you to go to Pier 1 Import on Saturday? I'll do Man, it. Right. You trying to go to Walmart? I'll do it. Right. On Saturday. Saturday. Sunday? See, that's the thing. I know why. See, women don't understand this. And men, we, we don't really tell them this. It's not the actual game. Right. It's all of the stuff that lends up to the game. All of the, the, the pre-game things and the interviews that hype you up and make you ready and make you invested in your team. That's what men live for. So y'all be wanting us to come in right when the kickoff starts. Right. And be like, well you, well, you hit the game, but I ain't see nothing. I ain't see when Tom Brady talked about uh Bill Belichick, none of this shit. I can't I, I ain't see nothing. I ain't see when right. when uh when goddamn Antonio Brown right. told uh uh goddamn the Steelers kiss his ass, I ain't see none of that. Right. I want to see it, man. Like this shit is frustrating to me, you know what I'm saying? So if you don't want that to happen, no. Just leave him alone. Leave him alone. Leave him <laughs> alone. Because Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday is him. Now you can always participate and be and just, just sit I, down I just and enjoy that. the game if you love football. But if you don't, leave him alone. I was just gonna say that. Please. Your man, if you just, you know, do this, your man will probably say, Hey babe, what you what you doing? Right. Come come on in here. Come on, sit watch down. the game. Grab a couple of brews, get some wings out, watch the game, and enjoy yourself. And Let's see, some... I gotta give another caveat. Go ahead. Now, when you come in there and, and he invites you into his world, right. he just basically told you, hey, baby, I love you. Here, come on. Right. Don't come in there with your laptop. Please. Don't come in there with your laptop that you gotta do your work from. And don't be hanging around <laughs> your phone all the time, watching TikTok videos. You know, it's okay if Please. you had your phone, but you know, come right. on now. Like, be invested a little bit. You know, Don't try way. to do the latest TikTok <laughs> challenge. Don't be sitting right here when you watching the game and you got the camera on them because right. y'all on uh, Instagram right, right. Don't be on. Don't be trying to take pictures on me and Bay kicking and watching the Super Bowl. I mean, you can take one. I maybe one, one too. But don't don't do make it a habit of things. Just stay invested in what's happening. Stay right. in the present. Pay moment. attention. You I'm, might learn something. It's gonna pay off. It's gonna pay off. Just if you do trust that, me, if you can connect to your man this way, then I promise you. I promise. 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 You are going to be able to connect to him on a whole different level if you do it the right way. Uh -huh. Please, ladies and gentlemen, just do the right thing.
Watch the game. So I, I made some workout videos this weekend. Oh, yeah. And I, I want to address something. Okay. You know, the reason why I do it is because, you know, I'm a teacher by heart. You know, by nature, I, I like to teach things. Um, but the one thing that I did not like is that, um, you know, I, I understand what a compliment is. But I don't like when men say good form, good form all, over and over again. So the, the next time that a man is doing squats or deadlifts, you know, don't don't tell that man good form over and over again. I'm starting to think that I may have to block some of you dudes, you know, because I don't know exactly what your intentions are. My intentions was to teach. I don't know what good form means when I'm deadlifting over and over again. You know what I'm saying? I, I think they flirt with you. I don't, yeah, we don't do that over here. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so good. All right, hey, bro, get it in. Hey, okay, cool, man. Hey, these do shots, your thing. Okay. These shots will good get form, shot. Good form, good form, good form. I got a little word. So, uh, either I'm going to stop making videos, or y'all just going to clean up y'all damn man. Now, hey, ladies, ladies, hey, you say whatever you want to. That's that's your prerogative. The one time, moments, a brother going up here said, "Hey, man, that's some good jogging yeah. pants you got on." I was like, "It's time you to shut it down." Hey, bro. man, that's good form right there, man. What what type of jogging pants are them? Hanes? <laughs> I like, boy, that material on you, nigga. Like, shut it down, shut it down. That that look shut it down. That, that look good, but nah, don't do that to me. On that note, <laughs> and if you were wondering what we're drinking, we're drinking Merlot. Merlot, aged ten years. Okay, we're some wine drinkers around here. So, and shout out to the people that don't drink uh, barefoot and go to the club in front with barefoot bottles that they bought inside of the club for twenty five dollars. Oh, okay. I'm, so I'm telling you, <laughs> I am telling you, my grandmother is going to see. You. I got to, I got to because she. Is going to say, Oh, you got a problem with barefoot <laughs> wine? My grandma will be expecting to see you soon, okay? Smooth Just, that, smooth that over for Listen, listen I, <laughs> I'm gonna try. I ain't trying to see you. Because she listens like to that. the podcast and she's gonna be like, <laughs> Stay. I need you to tell your uh, your podcast partner, Grandma, you need to chill out. Grandma, I means no harms. So I'm just you saying, need man, to chill you know, out. You know that bear food ain't nothing but man. lemon and raspberry Kool Aid. Look, let me tell you something. Mixed together to make pink <laughs> hey, You know that she'll holler at you. <laughs> I got. I, I'm trying. I ain't trying to get rolled up on. Hey, she gonna pull up with the strap. Like, like what you say? So you think what? Uh, you think Boy. You think my wall, my wine is... And you know what? And here's the thing. My <laughs> grandmother is a psychologist, so she's going to mentally get to you real quick before you start to pop a cap on you. Hey, man. Just, just saying. Tell your grandma to chill out. <laughs> she goes... Tell, tell your grandma to be easy. Don't be all up. All right. Up. Let's go ahead and get started, because now we about to start doing something we like to do, which is called holding people accountable. So, and I know a lot of people don't like that, but it has to happen. So, if you haven't recalled, the latest social media outrage is about a young lady by the name of Miss Chloe Bailey. Now, recently, Chloe Bailey uploaded, I believe, a, the so-called Buss It Challenge, the TikTok challenge that's been going around that where they kind of wear something plain Jane or half clothing pajamas thing. And then I'm they drop big. down and wear the snazziest little club outfits and talk about bust it, bust it. And I don't know, you know, we see, you can see that being played on every man's phone for like at least an hour. Mm-hmm. So Chloe Bailey decided to jump on the trend and do Wait, that. wait, hold on. What? Do you... <laughs> what? You said, and apparently it was played on every man's phone for an hour and a half? Yeah. Because usually 
It got 37 million views. Yes. And we're appalled. These these busted challenges get men caught up. We be like, you kind of eliminate our point when you say that. Wow. But anyway, so Chloe Bailey decided to jump on the trend. She decided she wanted to do her own busted challenge. How, there was some positive, good, you know, oh, girl, you doing it. However, as always met with every celebrity that tries to participate with any trend, there's some negative feedback that came from this. Chloe Bailey became under fire for basically doing something ratchet. It was inappropriate to some people. Mm. I'm just using the terminology some people because we know we're about to break that down real quick. Some but not all. We do not speak in absolutes. Yes. But we're going to tell you who the really what the real deal is. Right. So, the target, however, is somehow that men was going around with these women right now on social media as far as Chloe Bailey is, is that men somehow believe they're misunderstanding how women express their independence via social media right. through these challenges. So, Mr. Bridges. What's up? Do you think the ladies right now on social media have a point when it comes to this situation? What Be honest. What exactly do you mean by have a point? Do you think that women are right to call men out for the double standard that's being portrayed right now? As far as this the sexualization of women on social media, where it's them expressing their independence and having a good time. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like women are right to call men out for this? Well, the first thing that I, I always say, and you know, even though we've been joking for about 15, 20 minutes, mm-hmm. um, the, the first thing you got to understand that technically there are no double standards. Everybody has a set of un obligated and obligated rules that they follow whether they be written or unwritten if you go into the lion king if you go into the lion kingdom you don't see a gazelle talking about hey man why i can't have three seven four five women uh having sex with them and they go hunt why can't i be like that because mm-hmm. you're not a lion so every set of species every group of people have their unwritten set of rules so it's not necessarily a double standard because it will only be a double standard if we were both created equal and when i say created equal i'm not talking about in a connotative form i'm talking about in a form where you have as much testosterone as i do your genitalia is equal to mine meaning that we both have penises or we both have vaginas and we both have the same strength capacity the same mental capacity same emotional capacity so we're not both created equal so our standards are completely different so there aren't any double standards there's just a standard for men and a standard for women but with that being said i actually my view towards this is starting to evolve in a sense so the first thing that i would always think was and this is a question i pose to you and everybody out there so we have it's this media propaganda and i'm gonna call it propaganda because i'm starting to believe it is that women are this scared vessel that gets taken advantage of by these ravenous and aggressive men that are stalking praying being predatorial towards them and that when they come out of their house they are always in fear 
that some aggressive man is going to do something, whether it be assault, physical, or sexual towards them. And I think that we've been pumped this through the media, we've been pumped this through propaganda, we've just been, we've seen this through Hollywood, through a lot of, you know, different vessels and avenues. But it doesn't make sense to me because if this was actually the reality of life every day, I would suspect that women would be a little bit scared to put on a scandally clad dress or something that shows off a lot of their, you know, womenly parts because they would be in fear that all of these crazy ravenous sex craved men would do something to them. Mm -hmm. So it started to make me think, okay, apparently if they're doing this and they're promoting this with themselves, then they're not as in fear of this happening as the media portrays that this is the worst thing since sliced bread as far as men being sexual predators. Mm -hmm. So it started to get me to think my stance on it, although you may not like the way I word it sometimes, and hey, I can't do nothing about that because at the end of the day, I'm going to be myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my stance was always coming from a protective standpoint. Meaning that I don't want you to put yourself in a situation like, i.e., a Chloe Bailey, to be objectified because there are men that can't control their sexual appetites. There are men that are actually predators. Hell, there are women out here that are predators. They'll they're, they're put the plastic on you quicker than some men out here. Mm. And I ain't talking about a gun, if you know what I'm saying. Right. So, <laughs> my thing was always coming from a protective standpoint. But, like I said earlier, if the mechanism of the media is lying about women just always feeling scared and, and, and you know, don't know if any man in their lives is going to take advantage and they don't and they're living with this anxiety every single time they step out. If that's not true and you all are actually OK with dressing in that certain way that can attract that certain type of energy, then if you are an adult woman and you're taking care of yourself, I'm starting to say, okay, I don't have any problem with what you do. Right. My only problem is filtering this towards the youth because they are at a preteen or pre-state or even, you know, you got five, six, seven, eight-year-olds talking about bust it, bust it down. And they don't know how to handle all of that sexual energy and they can use it or pervert it or it could put them in situations that they're just not ready for. So although I'm not necessarily shaming Chloe Bailey because Chloe Bailey is a grown ass woman now, mm -hmm. I am starting to feel that you as an adult woman can do whatever you want to do because your actions is your consequences. But how can we firewall women, well not women, but kids, girls, so that they don't take on this mannerism before they're ready to? So you can do what you want to do. Mm -hmm. I'm actually more thinking about the kids now. Right. So how you feel about that? I'm going to shift gears on this one a little bit. All right, man. Go out. Go, man. Here. I'm about to go in. So my issue with this is, and this comes from the question that you posed in this, or the question we posed to the social media words, are men misunderstanding women's independence mm -hmm. as far as the situation? My answer would be to no, say no. We are not misunderstanding anything. Talk to them. 
women are misunderstanding their women's independence in this situation. Because let's keep it a buck. I saw an interesting. Now I tried to do some little digging and research. The best way you dig is research is on social media. My favorite place to dig and research certain situations like this is Twitter. So on Twitter, I saw the one big argument that's being made, and it is a comparison of Chloe Bailey's video with a certain gentleman by the name of Trey Songs. And if you haven't heard about Trey Songs, a certain little video leaked out about him with another young lady, and you know. Women seem to be enamored with his endowments. Hey man, endowment is just as gay as saying what you could say. Listen, hey, I'm secure with my <laughs> sexuality. I gotta make this point clear. Why'd you put man. so much emphasis on the I'm D? Just That's because all. I, I got I have endowment. To, I have to make sure they understand what's going on here. So the double standard argument has come to why do people glorify? What Trey Songs in his video, but bash Chloe Bailey. Right. Where I come in and say is, who the hell are you talking about? We. Let's put the blame and the emphasis on who it's really squared upon. Don't generalize this. This is a woman's issue, and I'm not just saying. And as far as us being brothers in the black community, we're talking about black women. Black women are the main ones that have been bashing Chloe Bailey for this situation. Talk about it. Black women have been the main ones that have bashed Chloe Bailey about the TikTok challenge. They bashed Lizzo about the size and the stuff she wears. They have bashed Megan Thee Stallion about her body size or whether or not she uh, looks like a man or not. But when it comes to us, they always look at us that we're the oppressors or we're the misogynistic individuals. Mm-hmm. I believe that's a bunch of BS Because let's be real This is what I like to call Internalized misogyny In women Oh okay Because women have the ability to crucify And attack women Who express themselves openly in this way Who like to show off It's all It's practically borderline hating So let me ask let It's me, hating it's Not even ask But uh, just get on the rowboat with you with this so mm-hmm. you're telling me that women you feel that women are projecting what they truly feel and using men that might have a similar opinion as almost like the face of it so that they with their opinion won't be the first ones on the line to get shot down absolutely it's using men as the scapegoat for their own feelings and issues which is complete bs because let me be honest with you Ain't no man, as far as the comparison between Trey and Chloe, ain't no man talking about Trey in that magnitude. And we don't really care that much about Chloe doing her thing. Let her do her thing. This is strictly women complaining because that's where the double standard kicks in. And the women are not able to accept the fact that they have been the ones that critiquing. They have the ones that criticizing. They're the ones that have their own interpretation of what sexualizing on social media is. But they are not able to accept the fact that it's them internalizing their own misogyny. Mm. They are in a, their inability to accept that a woman is grown enough to do whatever the hell she wants to do. But the projection is, is that these women don't like 
what she's doing because they can't do the same thing. Or they're not shaped the same way as Chloe Bailey. So guess what they're going to do? They say this. They're going to say, oh, she shouldn't have worn that. Oh, she was acting like a hoe. Oh, she acting like a slut. I thought she was nice and wholesome. She's a grown-ass woman. She can do what she wants. But you can't put this on us. Because it, cause you know how they like to use, they like to twist words. You know, we're big about wordplay. I'm an etymologist. They <laughs> like to play the word. Like, I saw a video of a young lady tried to compare the situations on Twitter. And she was saying, kept saying, you, 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 you people out there doing this. You people out there criticizing Chloe. You people. And I first, and I responded back. I haven't got a response back yet. And I responded back and said, when you say you, who are you referring to? Because you cannot be referring to men. Mm-hmm. We couldn't care less. And I've barely seen any man talk about anything negative about Chloe Bailey as far as her body. Well, I got to stop you right there. I gotta All right, bro. You gotta, and yeah. the reason why I got to stop you right there is because I personally posted a um, story about Chloe. I was about to call her Kardashian. Chloe oh, Bailey. Okay. And it was... Um, a photo that she's taking because if you know anything about chloe bailey she had a, a sister and they actually came up more wholesome you know mm-hmm. they used to sing church songs church songs got into preteen songs preteen turning teenager songs and now she busting it open you know on on social media so <laughs> i posted some form of a meme and my sentiment was I felt that Chloe Bailey was doing this as a symbol of liberation from when she was more of a wholesome girl into what she is becoming now as an adult woman. My problem and my confusion came in is why does scandedly clad clothing why does your genitals and your body has to be symbolic of the fact that now you are an adult woman? Now, I'm not talking about now the fact that you are becoming a woman as far as you going into your adult woman body. But why does it have to symbolize that you are now liberated? You are now independent. You are now a woman that can handle your business and should be seen as such. Why is that the symbol for women that, you know, we often see through the media that they paint this picture of as soon as a woman is powerful or powered, it's almost like it goes right into her sexuality. Because No, I was just bullshitting when I was acting like this was a question. This is not actually a question. This is actually me setting up for what I really want to say. See, you have to understand that every single thought that you've probably had has been manufactured and processed inside of your brain. You think that you got it because you are a unique individual. But I'm here to tell you as a person that studies human energy for a living, you are not unique. Everybody has had somewhat of the same types of memory, somewhat of the same type of personality as you have. You're just in this body right now. And for a matter of fact, that unique process understanding that you may have probably started back in 1975 when they tried to make the womanist movement and the feminist movement into being a part of the black woman's movement. And when they co-opted it and made it a part of sexuality, because a lot of people, not only men and women don't know this, but sexuality had nothing to do with the first 
feminist slash womanist movement. As a matter of fact, they were so much of adversaries, it was like Thanos and the Avengers. They did not like each other. But at a certain point in the late 1970s, this was co-opted in order to make their woman's liberation movement, which is different from the feminist movement, into a combined conglomerate in order to take over the economic society of getting jobs, in order to make their power more powerful in politics. So a lot of the overly sexual things that you see, you feel as though it's liberating. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people and a lot of women that have this thought process usually goes to this cookie cutter manufacturer factory that's called college. And this is where a lot of the liberal pump things goes inside of not only men, but in women too. And we take on this emphasis thinking it's our own free mind thinking when we've literally been programmed to feel that a woman to be liberated is to show her sexuality. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying, I would be, it would be weird of me to say that it's nothing wrong with a woman being sexual and showing her sexuality on TV. Right. In a sense, one part of me believes that, okay, if you're grown, you can do whatever you want to. Right. But in another sense, with me understanding and studying history, I understand when you did this and this is not your actual idea. This was implanted on you in order to express yourself in liberation through your sexuality. Well, I mean, I'm going to double back on this real quick. Someone. So I have a different uh, approach to this. I look at, and I kind of touched on this a little bit earlier, but I think mostly about Chloe Bailey's situation is more to do with, for lack of a better word, envy. And I'm going to bring up another prime example because I think this envy of this situation is because there's nothing to, that the women who are criticizing Chloe Bailey have nothing to relate to with her. I want to give an example of another woman who does similar things that Chloe Bailey does, and we've noticed that I've noticed on Instagram lately, we've heard of lately, is a young lady by the name of Angela Simmons. All right. If you know who Angela Simmons is, that's Reverend Run from Run DMC's daughter. Right. His youngest daughter. There's two daughters. One's oldest, Vanessa, and the other one's Angela. Angela Simmons has kind of been on, if you paid attention to Angela Simmons' Instagram page, she's kind of on a similar trajectory of, of, Expressing herself and exuding more sexuality. Right. The reason why I say it's different, and I and I want to ask, like, why is it that she doesn't get as much backlash as Chloe does? And it's kind of like maybe you could say it's drawing straws or grass, but I think it's actually a little bit more accurate. But I think women relate to Chloe. I mean, relate to Angela Simmons a little bit more than they relate to Chloe Bailey. So, are you trying to say without saying that? She's not getting as much backlash because Chloe looks better than her? Yes. And let's be realistic about this. Sometimes these arguments and sometimes these situations are just as plain and vague and vain as possible. And that's really what it is. Because if you want to be realistic, ladies, let's be realistic with each other with, with, with each other here. A lot of y'all have an issue with image. And a representation of that image. If you can't match what a woman like Chloe Bailey can do, you're going to knock her for that. If you can't, if you think a certain body like Lizzo's body is disgusting, you're going to knock her for that. If you think Megan Stallion is built a little bit too big for your your taste or your liking, you're going to knock her for that. 
But you cannot, but you can praise a woman like Angela Simmons because she's shaped a little bit more like you are. And so you can relate to her a little bit. But the problem is you can't relate to her too much because of one, she's got a little bit more confidence in you. And I hate to say this is a little bit more of a vain thing, but two, she's also of a higher stature than you. And that's really what it's all about. It's higher stature. All these women I brought up are now at a certain level of stature that is not you. And that's another thing I also want to tie, tie, throw in a little bit. And it's something I think women need to stop doing. We need to tell y'all, stop idolizing these women and living your lives vicariously through them. Because I've noticed that a lot of women, black women specifically, like to defend and idolize these women as if they're putting on a pedestal for them. Like they're on a pedestal now and they gotta wanna live their lives and vicariously through them and try to say, I wanna be just like her. Mm. But you're not her, you're you. And you trying to be like them or trying to exude the confidence that they have is not the same. They're on a different spectrum than you are. So I would need, and so when you when you realize they, and I notice this, when they realize they can't be like them, they knock them for it. So like in Chloe Bailey's situation, they see they can't be like her, so they want to go what, do what, clown her. Talk about her, bring her down. She's over here doing a whole response video talking about she just basically she just want to be happy and live. She grown. She want to do what she want to do, and y'all knock her for that, saying she ain't being you know whatever it is that you think she is. Basically, less than you know being a hoe. Right. But as I said, we brought up in the double standard argument earlier. You got you ogled and ugh, you was all infatuated with Trey songs. So how is that any different? How is this? What I think women need to come to an ideology is, is that, first of all, as far as sexual attraction, men and women aren't that much different. We're not. We have the same primal instinct you know. of liking each other, of liking the opposite sex it's almost similar. You know, that's a, that's a really good point because uh, even though we're not created equal, right? as far as sexuality, I think that's something that people try to uh, miscue. Right. We have the same primal instincts. Yeah, women find men sexually, physically appealing just like men find women sexually and physically appealing. Mm -hmm. And um, I believe that, you know, like I said, I don't believe in the double standard thing, but I also believe that because of the woman's role, and what she is viewed in society as being more dainty and feminine and subconsciously femininity means that you don't do the overt aggressive sexual things that men do like ogle women and asses and all that right that it kind of it kind of gets shunned to the side that women feel the same way about looking at i guess trey song i ain't i don't i ain't seen what you're talking about i ain't seen either, but so. uh looking at trey songs member just like a man would ogle Chloe Bailey or ogle what would be somebody else? Um, uh, like it's Angela Simmons. Angela Simmons or somebody like that. Right. So I, I think that's that's something that's been misunderstood, and I think we need to come to an agreement about that. Men and women sexually, we we feel almost 
identical. Right. Now, we might be a little bit more repetitive and want to do it a little bit more and have want a little bit more variety, right. but that's not too far out either because some women like that also. I was going to say that I think men are a little bit more expressive and open about it with our attraction towards Expressive. women. And we're probably a little more brash and more forward about it. Women try to keep that a little bit under wraps or try to pull back a little bit because I believe there's this perception that they can't act. They still act under the guise that there's this, they can't be that forward and open right, about right. it. And they'll say, that, well, that's a societal impact. That's not really a societal impact it does play a factor, but it's not really a societal impact. This is more so just how you operate. Now, let me ask you a question. And this is for everybody out there in social media land. Mm -hmm. So let's say one day we woke up and society said that we're going to take all of the social and psychological handcuffs off women. So you're able to do whatever you want. You're able to say, feel, act, express, just do whatever you feel. And you will have no judgment. And not only that. Whatever you may want in the future, you can still get. You can still get. Now, what I mean by that is, I know a lot of women are in fear of the fact of maybe I want to do things like sleep with a lot of men, be promiscuous, but I don't want to lower my chances of finding that one man that I want mm -hmm. in the future. So I'm not going to do this now. And they might view it as being sacrificing something but if you have to sacrifice something that indicates that's not what you truly want right so if you can take away all those bounce from so uh sociological uh restraints the psychological restraints all that good shit and women could do what they want do you think that women would be pursuing and being as sexual as men if you could take off all the bounds and restraints as far as societal or as far as the personal well, society, societal affects them personally. If a woman feels like if I go outside and I see this man that I'm attracted to and I want to have sex with this man, mm -hmm. but I know because maybe I'm a mother, maybe I am um, the, the, the pastor's daughter, right. maybe my father's a politician, maybe I don't want to disgrace my family, or just the sociological uh, bounds that we put on as a society saying that women are supposed to act like this so they resist it but if all that was taken away and if a woman's sexuality didn't mean anything it was almost in a vacuum she could do whatever she wanted when she wanted with no judgment and no consequence to her future do you feel that that woman would actually go and be as or more sexual as men or not no I don't think so I think that's also coming from a certain level of upbringing that they've had from their own households. I do believe that men and women and in certain aspects don't exactly have the mindset the same. Hold on. What? Because, uh, you know, uh, a woman that outranks both of us asks that she can answer this. Who else is that? And name? her name. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Mrs. Watson. <laughs> I ain't got nothing to say. You, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> sure, mother. Yes, answer the question. <laughs> yes, you can go comment below. Please answer the question. And we'll read I'll, I'll read your response if you do. Read, please, mother. Answer the question. I'll I will answer 
I will read it. Oh my God, no. Mama, go and lay it on the young bucks. Let them know the what it bus, really yes, is. Yes, please. Tell Drop them really your knowledge, Mama. Drop your <laughs> knowledge on the thread, Mother, please. So, I do believe that it's more of a nurturing situation. I think it's based on the impact that the mother has had with their daughter and so on and so forth. So, if, their mo- if the woman is raised in a certain way where they can't express themselves in that manner, that can be based more on their upbringing. And I think that's in their own mother's interpretation of how they should react in society. So, no, I don't think with all those, the barriers were dropped down and it was a level playing field. I still don't think women would be able to do the same thing that men do. Okay. Because men make it loudly and instinctually clear whether they're attracted to you or not. Women just aren't conditioned that way. They Whoa. have to have some level of reserve reservation. You hit it right on the head. Conditioned. So, in order to be conditioned, it means that you're following a template. And we're going to read what Miss Watson just uh, wrote real quick. Uh, in order to be conditioned, it means that somebody had to condition you, which means they was following a template mm-hmm. that society put down for them to follow. Right. So, what I'm asking is, take those conditions off. Take all of that off. And we just dealing with prime sexual energy of a human being. Do you feel in that case, no bounds, no conditioning, that a woman would be as sexual out in public as men are? To the maximum, I just can't see it. Let me read what she said. Because now, now I'm curious of what she said. Mother, hold on one second. We're going to see what you said. Did you call her mother? Yes, I called her mother. Does he call you mother? You want to read it? Yeah, I'll read it. You want to read it? Yeah, I'll read it. Cause it's, uh, it's your mama. Yeah, it's my mama. Let me read it. <laughs> okay. Mother, my mother says, I do think that if the societal restrictions weren't in place, a woman would express her desire to a man. Mm. So, basically what my, I think what my mother's saying is, is that, yes, drop the filters down. Women will be more expressive or as equally expressive to the opposite sex like men are. So, you know what that really means? That means that women have the same type of sexual bravado as men do. And you know what all that means? What does that mean? This is a lie. All of this is a lie. We are just, we are, we are actors mm-hmm. falling into roles mm-hmm. that society has deemed us to be because you are considered to be what society being, uh, means to be a man. You, know, you have to fall in this role. And women have a raw sexual energy that they want to unleash. But because society has conditioned them to be what they want to be, now they fall into their role. But everybody probably wants something a little bit different. I'm going to give... You know what? I had a difference so of opinion. So we lying like a mug. I had a difference of opinion. But you know what? I will trust my mother's instincts about her being a woman. In, that, in his life and how but, she's set attracting in a certain way. So I will understand that she says that. So now I kind of have to think about that a little bit. And she just asked the question, what's wrong with a woman expressing her desires? There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Society and conditioning has put that as far as women saying it's the wrong thing for them to do. And if you want to take it a step further, mm-hmm. society has put it in men's mind that to even go against what you said is the right thing to do. Right. Because society is put inside of a man's mind that wants to protect women or wants to be like a pillar of for his community mm. that 
subconsciously, in order to have a good family, a good household, a good community, mm-hmm. you must suppress women's mm-hmm. sexuality. Yes. And that's something that they don't tell us in those words, but we see it while we're coming up. We see it by observing different cultures. When you observe the Muslim culture and you see the woman wearing jellabijas and you see that their culture doesn't show overt sexuality with the women. They are mixing the hijabs and so on. Yeah. So you see this. And so if you're a man that has some type of moral code, as much as you may feel that women have been programmed through the women's liberation movement and feminist movement, men, even myself included, have been programmed uh, in a sense to suppress a woman's sexuality because we may feel that this is best for our community. If you're a black, for the black community, the black family, the black household. So, one thing that, and I ain't bragging, but fuck it, I'm bragging. Oops, sorry. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm not trying to brag, but the one thing I like about my personality is, although I have my opinion and it's strong, mm-hmm. I'm always open to expand what I mm-hmm. know. And because you can't grow if you don't expand, you can't grow unless you open up and allow new information in. So if women actually feel this way, and I feel that when a man makes a comment, because I've made a lot of comments to women say, I don't like that. I feel that's inappropriate. And a woman fires back and say, why are you trying to control a woman's sexuality? The first thing I believe that a lot of us do with that mindset is feel that a woman is saying, well, I want to be a hoe and I don't want you to say anything to me. Mm But what I'm starting to I'm starting to pick on to is that it's not necessarily a woman saying she wants to be a whore or something like that. But it's a woman saying that this what this bag, this jacket that you're trying to put on me is not my natural way of being. I have sexuality just like you, man. Mm-hmm. I have a want and a need to want to mate just like you, man. Black man if you're a black woman. So it's almost as if somebody's trying to hold you underwater and make you capitulate to what they want you to do while you're trying to tell them, I don't breathe in water like a fish. I'm a human. I need air. And it comes out in burst of women's liberations movements, feministic perspective. Alice Walker, who who wrote The Color Purple, that put in Mr. Danny Glover's character as the worst dude that you've ever seen in the world because she was trying to subconsciously big up women, but she was being suppressed. So it comes up in a lot of unhealthy ways, like busted challenges and silhouette challenges, because we literally, and you know, as Western society, we probably don't even know this. We have probably... We've probably suppressed women's sexuality so much that now it's just busting out the seams. Well, we, I think we... AKA busted challenge. Right. I don't know if it's probably... <laughs> I think it's a definite. Yeah, we we have suppressed women's sexuality oh, to an extent that it's been, it's almost third world in some way. But yeah. now we're in a different time. Now we're in a different culture. Now we are learning more and more that women are no longer going to be held back about this. And to be honest with you, I don't think men should ever have a problem with it. And, you know, it, it kind of brings up something that I asked my grandma. You know, I asked my grandma a poignant question. Uh, R.I.P. to my grandfather, uh, Stanley Smith. He passed away about a year and a half ago now. R.I.P. to you. I asked my grandmother, would you would have left my grandfather if uh, you had $60,000 back in 1950 and you could have took care of your kids? 
And what she told me was, yeah, I probably would have. And the reason why she told me that is because at the point they were going through some problems. And, you know, no marriage is, you know, perfect. But at that point, she was going through some problems. And what it allowed me to realize is a lot of times we even look at the older people and say, well, they were better than us Mm -hmm. back in the day. Their morals were better. Their ethics were better. They believed in family. And as far as dealing with women, it may not have been that per se. It may not. It may just honestly have been that women back then didn't have the choices to leave. Right. They didn't have the uh, employment opportunities in order to make 40K so they can take care of these three kids. Right. So they had to rely on their men folks, which made what you think the family look like it was an actual healthy family. Right. So what I'm guessing is this is a conglomerate of a lot of these things becoming back on equal playing field and don't get it twisted women although i'm saying is you got to understand that masculinity has created a world where you can be able to be independent right and and be able to walk into a job and get a job because if we went right back to what it really is i kill i hunt i eat i kill what's in my way then men are more of the uh natural selection of who's going to dominate right but this society is is set up in a way where women do have an equal opportunity and they're screaming to us bruh let me do my thing bruh no i don't want to be like this man no no that, your gra- yeah your grandma was like this but your grandma had no choice i have a choice right so let me do my thing so i think what 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 time it is i think it's time for us to start to reevaluate the role of men and women family community building and how it looks because we live in a hybrid society now right it's not the role the cookie cutter role that a man goes out makes the bacon bring home the woman fries it up and take care of the kids because that man nine times out of ten is coming home but he's going to take care of the kids and he probably know, knows how to cook. And that woman is taking care of home and the kids, but she probably got a part-time job. Right. So we're living in a hybrid state now, trying to apply rules that are old fashioned and don't apply no more. Mm-hmm. And if you don't evolve, you die. So I can fully understand that. I can take that into consideration and I can look at Chloe Bailey and say, okay, I'm not gonna call you a hoe or anything. Right. We have to adapt to our new society. Right. I think that now, I think we need to accept this reality that the, the times have changed. We're in a different culture. We need to be, like you said, we need to be more accepting and open about These this. niggas is wild now. Right. But <laughs> I think, as I've pointed out before, ladies, you have to accept the reality that you and her are not the same. You just aren't. If you want men to embrace your newfound openness and independence, y'all have to start with yourselves too. Because that's the first thing foremost. Y'all have to be more united about this situation. Because at this point, it's a movement that's not gonna stop. It's gonna keep going, it's gonna be more galvanized, and you have to be ready to embrace it. There's gonna be a lot of traditional norms that are about to get broken down in the next now not even say next couple of years, the next now. So I think it's time for us to kind of accept that and just move, 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 and move on. And, okay. Yes, traditional norms have to get broken sometimes, okay? So 
Um, yeah, it's a little bit awkward. That's awkward. That's awkward. <laughs> We're not even going to talk about what we just saw. That was pretty awkward. It was a response to one of our, to our video, but it was awkward. Uh, <laughs> so, in, in the end of the See, day. See, this is more on a good form when I'm deadlifting no, side no, of the no, game. What up? Hey, look. Good form squatting. This that, that was It was that type of awkward. You shared the video. But so it's, anyway. it's cool. <laughs> but, like I said, right now, ladies and gentlemen, we are in that time. And it's time for us basically. It's more evolution than anything else. So, if you got a problem with Coley Bailey, that's something that you might have a problem with yourself. But I do have a final thought about this. And this is an open-ended thought. We are evolving. We are shifting into a hybrid type of being, meaning men and women. You know, we are different. But we are beginning to have some of the same characteristics, even physically, but I ain't on that. That's not what yeah, we're talking about. Right. I'm talking about the fact that a man, nine times out of ten, if he's raised by a single woman, probably knows how to cook clean as well as a single woman. And a woman probably knows how to protect herself just like a man would. So we're starting to become a hybrid you know, model of each other. But at the end of the day, what I rely on is not a trend. I rely on the science of the universe, which is universal law. So in order to have and keep a community and to survive, there has to be rules. So although this society is evolving in men and black men and black women are a little... <laughs> Come on, girl, say something. <laughs> if you play that, I want to hear it. If, if, if we can play it, give her, give her my number and I'll, I'll call it. Just... Hold on, let's see if we can actually do this online. Yeah. Hello? <laughs> Why did that work? Hi, mother. You could have been doing this a while. Hi. Hey, how are you? How are you? I am well. How are you, gentlemen? How are my two favorite boys doing? Minus one. Oh, well, yeah, we're doing good. <laughs> we're doing okay, good. mom, we got about less than four minutes. So you are on live with us right now. What would you like to say? Okay, so this is all I want to say. Okay. Amen. This is what I want to say. What I want to say is that uh, women's sexuality is important. That's the first thing. Mm -hmm. and, and, and the second thing is that I think that women are uh, suppressed. Their sexuality is suppressed because of a patriarchal society that say you shouldn't do that. Right. That say you can't, you can't hit on no man. Mm -hmm. uh, that the man is naturally supposed to chase you. I'm not saying you gotta run him down like a, you know, a hyena, uh, run down, uh, wolves or whatever. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying that it is, um, important that women have the opportunity to say that I desire you, that I like you, right. that I wanna be with you, that I appreciate you. And so I think those are the things that, um, are, are, are left out and I think that that does not make you a whore no it just means that I desire you right right Miss Watson yeah. I think that a lot of men haven't shifted their mindset yet and I'm, I'm gonna be honest I, I would be one of those because uh you know if you know me I'm more of an, a tradi I'm a traditionalist yeah. and so yeah, know, yeah. I, I feel that men have their roles and women have their roles but you know with me being a traditionalist I, I I, you know, I have an evolved mindset, so I'm willing to listen to anything, and I'm starting to realize that women, you know, they do have this, and if you suppress it anymore, it's going to come out in all different types of ways, so I, I actually... Well, see, let, let me put this out there. 
So the guy says that I want a lady in the street, but I want a hoe in the bedroom. Right, right, right. And so you want to suppress it when you're in front of people. But there's a different woman that you desire in your life. And so then how do you allow her to be who she is? If she can't ever say, I find you attractive. I I, want to make love to you. I want to get in the bed. I want to do whatever it is we do and we do what we want to do. Then how do you find that woman if you continually stifle that? Right. That's, that's, we need to make a show out of that. Right. Yeah. Okay. Y'all call me and I'm going to sit on the red couch (laughs) with y'all. All right, mother, we appreciate you calling in. Thank you so much. All right, baby. All right, love y'all. Love y'all. Well, that was a great way to kind of wrap this show up. That's very, that was a very interesting moment. Yes, it was, and I ain't got nothing to say after that. Right. So, all I got to say is, man, support black-owned businesses. If you know anybody in your city, your area, because it starts in your area, support that black-owned business. So, shout out to Asia Jones. Shout out to her modeling, shout out to her branding, and anybody that has a black-owned business, hit the brothers at the Brothers Fan Page, 